All right. Good. Good morning. Morning. Hello. I don't know what day this is. Oh, Tuesday, Tuesday night for us. Mm -hmm. Wednesday morning for you guys. Out of Tusk. Wait, Rusk. Rusk. Rusk, Texas. Texas. Sorry, Rusk. Yes. Rusk. I don't know why I said Tusk. Rusk. So, um, not really sure where we are, but there's just a lot of forest. We are in the beautiful. middle of a forest, actually. It's so beautiful out here. So peaceful and serene out here. Yeah. Yeah. So the brother and his wife have a mini zoo. <laughs> um, they're the ones hosting us. And um, so they have different chaplains, and they put different people in charge of different prisons. And um, the brother is basically leading one of the, the prison we're going to mm -hmm. tomorrow or yeah. today for you guys. Yeah. You know, and um, he has a turtle, giant turtle. Did you see the turtle? Mm-hmm. Some dog kennels because he is starting to breed some dogs. Did you see that big one? Mm-hmm. The musty. Uh, yeah, um, some chickens. I don't know why it felt like a mini zoo, but yeah, pretty cool setup, actually. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful out here. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. This is a part of Texas I've never seen in my life. It's different. Um, Texas is such a huge state. Like, you've driven through Texas before? Mm -hmm. Like, in the West Texas, it's very desert yeah. and hot and just here everything's green, you know? And um, we're in the middle of July and everything's green, you know? Mm -hmm. He says it's dry, but everything really? looks super green to me. Yeah, it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so. A lot of pine trees, a lot of, um, I don't know, it's just happening. What kind of trees, huh? Because yeah. it's a different type of forest, guys, than what we're used to when we go up to Lake Tahoe or Sonora or Columbia. It's, it's a different type of forest. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then we got to meet his wife and his beautiful little daughter and son and just his family. Absolutely mm -hmm. welcoming and, um, and housewarming. And it's just a blessing mm -hmm. to be able to... Um, just to meet everybody and they have just been so um inviting and um and just their, their hospitality has yeah. been amazing you know um we're just absolutely blessed guys mm -hmm. and we've just been talking all day all all day we just had dinner um and for them here it's 10 o'clock here but in california time it's really eight, eight. o'clock yeah, yeah. But we're feeling very, very exhausted. Though, I guys. feel like it's 11. Yeah, it, it does feel. But we're just exhausted because we actually left in California time. We actually left the house around. We woke up around 2. Um, I'm going to say I woke up at 1.45. Um, Did my alarm? Did you hear it? Yeah, I woke up around 1.45 in the morning. Um, went to bed around 11.30 at night um, and woke up at. 145 in the morning and we were out the door by 2 30 a.m so that we can get on the flyaway um from the valley to get to lax and the worst part about it is that by the time it was running late so we yeah. did a lot of standing around guys yeah let me explain to them because they probably don't know unless they're from la well first of all guys we flew out of LAX, not out of Northern California, because yeah. 
it was going to cost this ministry way too much to fly us out of the Bay Area. And I'm like, no, we'll just fly out of LAX and it saved them a lot of money. And you get to see your mom, right? You know, and your, and your kids. So we drove to LA Monday, mm-hmm. right? And here's the thing, right? There's this thing called the, the, the fly, what's it called? A flyaway. Yeah. So, so basically, it's a, it's a shuttle, an airport shuttle. Yeah. It's a parking, different parts. They have them all over LA. So you can park there and then they have shuttles that take you to the airport. So every 30-minute increments, and you know how they tell you to get to the airport two hours before. So our flight was at 5.30. So we wanted to catch the 3 o'clock shuttle to get to the airport at 3.30. That way we have two hours to check in. Yeah. And it was an hour late. Yeah, guys, it was that. It was an hour late plus the, the drive there. So by the time we literally got to the airport, we had to already, we they were already boarding, guys. Yeah. They were boarding. And the worst part about it is that, you know, the last time I was able to carry my carry-on, all my hygiene, all my stuff that I took, they never had a problem with it. And this time, guys, you know what they made me do? Like all my expensive hygiene, like my expensive stuff, She's like, oh, you can't take this in. I'm like, what do you mean? I've brought this before. And it just so happens to be that this time she's like, oh, well, sorry, you're going to have to go check it in. I'm like, I can't. My flight's about to, you know, board. And they said, well, you're going to have to throw it away. You seriously think that they were going to throw it away? And we're going to throw it away, guys. That was like very expensive stuff and they ended up um making me pretty much leave all my stuff behind so i i was just really really upset about it but whatever you know it's messed up about it i mean we can do the what ifs all we want you know what i mean but this is the truth is that that um if that shuttle had been on time yeah and gotten there at three instead of the time it got there an hour late then you would have, you would have had a chance to take it into your the 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 baggage we checked in. That's not what's messed up about it, babe. You know what's well. Really, that's that's one thing. Yeah, what's really messed up about it is the dishonesty of people, because after once we were actually, once we really were able, I was able. Once to, we were in Texas. Yeah, once I was in Texas. Um, I was able to look in my bag and a lot of the stuff, they left a lot of my, um, the stuff that was not worth anything. The cheaper stuff. The cheap stuff. They left the cheap, cheap stuff in there that was over four ounces. They left that stuff, guys. They picked and choose what they wanted. And that was heartbreaking to me. And, it, you it's know, a scam. And, and to me, I just kind of felt like you took, the stuff that was actually worth something and you left the stuff that meant nothing to you and that to me and it was women it was the women tsa stuff and you know and to me i just kind of felt like i wasn't right but you know what like whatever you know uh, to me it just kind of it was more of a moral value it felt you know what it feels like it feels like a violation it does like when somebody breaks in your house yeah or somebody you know, like stories I've heard of people like say they go to Mexico and they get pulled over and they're, they're basically they're basically robbed. Yeah. You know, and you can't do nothing about it. And you it. can't. You, you really, you, you really you, can't. You, you leave 
feeling um, violated and and just disrespected it, it makes you feel ugly you know it does but you know what you just you just learn you see things and you learn from that and i just kind of felt like you know maybe really just want to i honestly in the spirit as i was walking more and more and more i began to pray for them you know i really did and i began to pray for them and in the car i just started to get more and more peace um and i just said lord you know i i began to pray for those those people because I wasn't going to let it ruin my my week or anything, and I just prayed for them. They probably do this all day. Yeah, they do. You know, and it's yeah. really, really sad. I feel bad for the people that get taken advantage of, and I, I feel bad for the, the people who do it, you know. Yeah. I really do. But, guys. And, and, yeah, and so, somebody might be, you might be watching this saying, well, you know you're not supposed to take this or this, but here's the thing, right? That could have been true. But the thing is that when we got to Texas, the stuff that was just regular, maybe from Walmart, they mm. left. Yeah. That was over the ounces. And that's what makes it suspicious. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, Absolutely. And, but anyways. But um, you know what? It just goes to be, guys, it's, um, just be aware. You know, be aware. Read the fine print. Um, read the fine print. You know, maybe next time I'll do my homework a little bit better. Um and I take the blame too, you know, I'll read the fine print better. Um, it's, it's important for us to, to really, I learned a lesson from this too. We read, um, be thorough about, you know, when you travel, be very, very thorough. It's important because, you know, um, we need to value the things that we work hard for, you know, value the things that we have. Um, and if they're important to us, you know, then make, do our homework, you know, research yeah. things. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but again, it comes back to the it, it here's the, the lady. The lady said, "Well, you can go back down the baggage and put it in your check-in bag." And the fact that we were an hour and over late with the yeah. shuttle, you know, and, and I hate to say it, man, but the guy that was driving it, he was just really slow, because we took we parked there the last time we came to Texas, and they had. The two, they're the bus driver and then the assistant, and they're just quick, quick, yeah, quick, quick. Different. And this guy comes out real slow and gets back talking, just... joking around with people. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, we landed in, in Houston. Um, we haven't been able to see Angel and Anthony yet, but we waved at him from the freeway because we mm -hmm. kind of went up Highway 45, and I said, "Oh, they're they're over here somewhere." <laughs> and then we passed by the Grace uh, International Headquarters. Uh, we got to see it off the freeway. But we are going to be meeting with him on Saturday and yeah. hopefully get to see other people that are in the uh, Texas area. Yeah. And if you're in the Texas area, what, Houston? If you're in the Houston area, yeah. uh, we want to meet Houston. you. We want to meet you. So we're setting up. A, uh, Anthony and Angel are starting a House of Rest house church here in Spring, Texas, which is North Houston. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do is get everybody that watches us to come out and meet with us so I can... You, I want to. We want to meet you. Plus, we want to introduce you to uh, Angel and Anthony because they're going to be opening up their home. So, absolutely. Um, we whoever is um, somebody that watches us, subscribes to us. We want to meet you and introduce you to them. You mm -hmm. know, because they're they're going to be there. They were our youth pastors originally before they moved to Texas. They've been Anthony's been my friend since the nineties. Mm -hmm. um, I met his wife, uh, Sister Angel, after I got out of prison. Matter, matter of fact, they found me when I got out. He found out I was out of prison and showed up with my parents. Mm 
when I had the ankle bracelet on still. Oh, okay. You know, and um, so anyways, guys, um, if you are, that's going to be the 16th, July 16th, 2022. Uh, we're trying to figure out a time. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a meal and, and fellowship, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, so, but man, um, before I get into the verse, um, I also want to say that by the time you watch this, uh, which is going to be Wednesday, um, I'm going to be speaking at the first prison. And unfortunately, the second prison I was going to uh, speak at um, is on lockdown. You know, I'm not sure what happened, you know. And uh, so that second prison that I was going to minister to on Friday is on lockdown, you know. And uh, there's nothing we could do about it. That was going to be able to speak to 400 men there. Man, the devil's such a liar. Yeah. You know, so, but I am on Wednesday going to go there. And then the other thing is a, it's a rehab, he said, right? That's, yeah, that's for Thursday. That's Thursday, men and women. Men and women. Yeah, yeah so. We'll be able to minister there. Yeah. But you know what? God can move mountains, you know, even with, you know, just. Uh, Friday and here yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's just keep that in prayer, guys. Let's keep it on prayer that um, that Friday this the circumstances will change. You know, mm -hmm. if he can, if he can uh, move a mountain with, you know, the faith of a mustard seed, then he can do all things. He is capable of anything. So, yeah. yeah, I pray that he can he can make it happen. Yeah. But uh, as far as tomorrow for me, today for you, Wednesday, um, we're going to go into the prison. It's 45 minutes away from Rusk, Texas here. Um, it's going to be 200 men. He said it's a beautiful chapel that it's full of murals that the inmates themselves have done. Wow. And he said that, uh, he goes, you're going to be blown away. He's going to try, try to get his phone in to record it. I can't take my phone, Sharon can, but, you know, he's going to try because he's been there going, for, they know him. Yeah. And this is a special occasion. So he's hoping that somehow, some way, and, and I said, even if it's audio, yeah. if maybe maybe they don't let him do video because the faces of the inmates, maybe yeah. for their yeah. privacy, but even the audio. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, I really hope so, you know, so uh, just keep. Keep that in prayer. Keep, you know, the prison on Friday. I mean, anything can happen between now and then, guys. Amen. So um, I wanted to go to the scripture. Um, in Romans. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Oh, I'm yawning. It's 8 o'clock in California. <laughs> yeah, so um, it says this. Paul writes this to the Roman church. He says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. I'm just going to read 17. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. You know, I know he doesn't pretty much like the way it sounds in the message, but I'm going to read it anyways. Um, he reads it out of the New King James, and I'll be reading it out of the Message Bible. So it reads like this. It says, It's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him, starting with Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people, what Scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. Ignoring God's leads to a downward spiral. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't really like the way the message put it once in a while. I, I usually really like the way the message simplifies verses. Sometimes I think they miss the mark. Yeah. But you agree on that? I agree. Um, there's a reason we wanted to talk about this is because right here, the beginning of the verse, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's the main thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, a lot of times, for some, whatever reason... Well, over here it just says, I'm most proud to pro um, to proclaim this extraordinary message of God. Yeah, that part's yeah, good, actually. Yeah. Um, cool. Is uh, This is what I want to talk about, is if you, if you only follow... If say you're a new believer, a new Christian, or maybe you didn't come from a Christian family, um, you don't know how say church how church was say twenty years ago, thirty years ago, forty years ago. Um, you would think this is the norm, right? Just like rap music now. It's like, what is that? Yeah. You know, and if you don't know how the rap was, you know, so kind of the same thing, you know. And um, I think in a in a weird kind of way. Um, Christianity is a little trendy right now, to be honest with you. Um, it can be trendy. And, um, you know, you got you got Christian t-shirts, which we wear, you know what I mean? Christian t-shirts, you have... Uh, it's sad that it's become like a style. Yeah, it's a style. You you have um, the, the, the lights and the, the, the fog. And, I mean, all of those things are are good, I guess, you know what I mean? But if it... T if it if it's there to mask, like, have you ever been, you know, somewhere where it really smells, say, a car, so you try to put perfume on it or something, and it just makes it worse? Yeah, to cover it, and it makes it so yeah. much worse, yeah. Nothing wrong with lights or even fog machines or any of that. I mean, we have some nice LED lights at the church, but when you use it to mask the absence of the Holy Ghost, yeah, you know, and... um and I think because of trendy Christianity, people will say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not, Look, I have my Jesus shirt on. Look, I went to this Christian concert. I went to this event or I went to that. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Um, and the fact is that those things are not the gospel. You know, and you brought up when I, we, I was talking to Sharon right now, I said, this is what I'd like to talk about. She brought up something that happened to Brother Eli. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Or? No, you go ahead. Okay, so Eli is, you guys know, well, look at his car. Okay, this is his car. So um, he has stickers. He has magnets. This is this is Eli. This is what he loves. You cannot miss him. If you see him on the freeway, you can. Same thing with, with the, the brother that picked us up today. Because I said, hey, what kind of car are you in? You know, I, have no, I don't even know what you look like. And he goes, oh, you won't miss me. You'll know who I am, <laughs> you know? And um, so one time, Eli came out of uh, some store in a shopping or shopping? Shopping mall. Or shopping something. mall or parking lot or something. And he saw a woman doing a live with her daughter, I think. She was doing a live not realizing that Eli was walking up. And she was basically telling whoever was on her live, she goes, see, uh, Matt, do you remember exactly how she said it? It's something about it's people like this. Yeah, it's you know? people yeah. like this yeah. that makes Christians look bad. Yeah. They're just shoving God down your throat. That's what she was saying yeah. on her life. Yeah. And Eli walks up and basically says, you know, something about it being his car. 
And she's like, aren't you embarrassed? Or, you know, yeah. like, you make us look bad and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And... You make us Christians look bad. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're, you make us Christians look bad. It's like, if you're a Christian, you should never look bad for the things of God, for the truth. Yeah. You know, if if you're out there proclaiming Jesus or the things of God or the things of Jesus that are speaking truth, how is that of anything negative? Well, what's crazy, right, is she said this to the wrong person because she's like, this is so offensive to LGBT, whoever, whatever that group is called. And he's like, really? So Eli's like, I came out of that lifestyle. I was, you know, this happened to me as a child. I was bound, yeah. All this stuff. And she didn't know what to say after that. She's like, you you know, you're offending. You can't be, you're being offensive in front of my child. And he's like, all, you know. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times, guys, when people believe that they're not ashamed of the gospel, they're not ashamed of the trendy Christianity stuff. That's what they're not ashamed of. Because when you present the gospel, which the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you can't talk about his death without talking about sin. You can't talk about his resurrection without talking about a new, a change, a, a, a born-again experience, you know, and that, that is what people are ashamed of, not the trendy stuff, Yeah. you know, and, and so, you know, guys, uh, lately, maybe the last, what, two months before service? Yeah. We usually, before service, we'll hear worship music, just to kind of, you know, just get our hearts right. But lately, um, I'll find little clips of pastors. It could be... Oh, we'll listen to the Word or something on yeah. the way. Yeah. It'll be a, a pastor, somebody, or an evangelist, or we'll just find little clips on YouTube. So I found this one of these old school preachers. Should I put the link on the description box of that? Sure. And uh, it's these old school preachers. And they were just, I love what you said, how the simplicity of what they were presenting. How to, what? Well, because I, I just, you know, I happened to pause right after. And I just told him, why do they make everything so difficult now when the gospel is just so simple? Yeah. Because it was so simple Everything that was being said was just simple. Powerful. Though. It was powerful, but simple to understand. And it, and it pierced and it, and it had such a powerful impact. Like that morning, it just like, it was just like a powerhouse message that simplified, but it, it affected, you know, it had such an effect, such an effect that, that, when I went in to do worship, it shifted something in me. It did something like I'm, I'm, man, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but guys, why do we try to complicate the gospel now? Yeah. Why do we try to take the simple word of what Jesus is trying to say and try to take every simple word that is in the Bible and take one word and, and make one word 
20 words, you know, and make you understand 20, 30 words when it's just one word. Yeah, like, like, I'm going to use an example, and I'm not saying this is wrong or not, because food is food, but like fusion restaurants, you know, people will take a Mexican restaurant and change it into something modern. They change it from something that traditionally was, you know, and I need to stop you. Yeah. Okay, I'm uh-huh. going to stop you. It's like Rachel Ray. <laughs> I already knew you were going to say that. I hate to say this, but it's like Rachel Ray trying to take a simple pozole and trying to do what she did to pozole. It's like Rachel Ray trying to take Mexican rice and trying to do what she did to rice, to Mexican rice. It's like you cannot take a traditional dish and try to do what she did to it. It's like it's like somebody trying to take a regular taco de carne asada and making it sweet and sour. <laughs> yeah. It's like you cannot do something like that to something that is traditional and that has been around for so long. You can't do that. It's and- it's Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, Sorry. so I guess it's just food. You can do what you want with it, right? Yeah. But the point is this, people are doing that with the gospel. Yeah. And that, my friend, is a problem. To infuse the gospel, such a beautiful, simple thing that Jesus came, he was born of a virgin, died on the cross. After three days, he resurrected in power and now sits on the throne. And because of, and we want to take that and make it cool. We want to make it trendy. We want to do this. We want to do that. And no, we can't do that and then be ashamed of the gospel. Yeah. You know, and yeah, Rachel Ray, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, you know, I just use that, you know, there, like, you can take a salsa and you can enhance things. There's, there's things that you could do to, to enhance, like, you know, like we, we sit here and we go through the Bible and we make it relevant to our lives. And that's enhancing the word of God by making it relevant. You know, what we do is we take the word of God and then we make it relevant to our lives so that people can understand it. There's a difference of being able to do something so that people can make it, you make it understandable for people, but you don't take something and try to dissect it and, 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 change it you can't change it completely what right do we have to try to change something that doesn't belong to us you know who do we think that we are that we can completely change something enhance it you know isn't that isn't that kind of saying like god you need help yeah like it's like he does not need help (laughs) when he's the one that came and looked for us he came and, and he's the one that found us because we needed him. He don't need us. We needed him. He created us you know, it, for his pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, you know, I always say this. You don't need to market Jesus. He, he actually has a verse that pertains to marketing. You know what that verse is? He says, lift me up. And I will draw all men unto myself. So all we have to do 
is lift up the name of Jesus and he does the rest. Yeah. He goes, I don't need you. <laughs> he yeah. goes, you proclaim me and I will change hearts. I will bring salvation. I will renew people. I will heal. I will set free. I will deliver. It's him. You know, and all we have to do is lift him up. That's it. He didn't say, he didn't say go buy me billboards or get this or get that. Just lift him up. You know, when, he does the rest. Yeah, when you're a woman who's broken, who's lost, who's all of that, he says, you know what, daughter? Stay focused on me. Keep your eyes on me and everything. And you know what? I will beautify you. I will teach you how to be that woman of God. I will teach you how to dress. I will teach you how to do the things that will make you that woman, that virtuous woman, that woman of that that woman who who will lead other women to to the things that 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 will that will glorify me i will teach you how to be that woman it's him yeah oh my gosh you know a lot of the times we're so busy worrying trying to become something when he wants to lead us yeah we just have to focus on we just have to focus on him and all things will be added unto us. He will do all things. We just yeah. have to say, you know what? Let me just keep my eyes on you, Lord, and you will do all the rest. Yeah. All the rest. If you're embarrassed to pray at a restaurant before a meal, maybe you're ashamed of the gospel. If you are embarrassed to pray for somebody in the public or to praise God or to worship the Lord, Maybe you're ashamed of the gospel. If, if you're embarrassed to feed somebody, if you're embarrassed to to do anything, serve anybody, if you're embarrassed to wash a toilet, if you're embarrassed to do anything unto the Lord, then you're embarrassed of him. You know? You know, I'm going to stand before 200 men um tomorrow and uh, my prayer is lord let me speak boldly let me not be ashamed of you let me proclaim the way it's you want me to proclaim without holding anything back because that my friend is what changes the hearts of men that is what penetrates all the way to the marrow of the bone like a double-edged sword you know, when we proclaim. And then on Thursday, when we minister to the women and the men, you know, same thing. Let us be bold in, in, in proclaiming the word of God, not watering it down. If we, Okay, if we water down the word, you're ashamed of him. Put it that way. Amen. We can't do that. Yeah. He's, he's too good to do that too. He's so merciful. How could we do that? Did he water down how he changed, how he saved us? <laughs> Was he embarrassed of us? Never. You know, and all, for most of us guys, maybe he should have been ashamed of us because of the things we did in our life. Yeah. But he says, I'm not ashamed. You're mine. You're my daughter. You're my son. And if he can receive us, because a lot of times we're like, we got to accept Jesus. You got to accept Jesus. Have you ever thought? That he has to accept you too. And he was not ashamed. Never was. He was never ashamed of us. 
How dare we be ashamed of him? We can't be ashamed of the gospel. That's his story. We're not ashamed to share a testimony. Well, the gospel is his testimony. That he died, that he was buried, and that he resurrected. Amen. So, that it, babe? Yep, that's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, hopefully you got something out of this. Uh, we made it here safely. You know, it was a nice flight. And, um, you know, we're going to be ministering. and Through Christ Ministries. Woot, woot. <laughs> Eli would be proud of me. I'm representing. Yeah, I know. I know everybody. They went yesterday huh, with uh, with Eli out yeah, on they did. I and Ninth. Yeah, I get so happy when I see them out there and, you know, and, and just doing what they what they do and you know it's a blessing guys you know um support the raffle that they're doing at the church you know for you know the little the little uh raffle that they're doing for the gifts um but support him guys i know he's going to be heading to montana really really soon and then romania and then there's just so many yeah. so many things that he got going on guys and um, just continue to support missions, support, you know, through Christ Ministries and, you know, um, guys, you know, let's just continue to support the, the, the kingdom yeah. period. You know, um, I know that after when we got back from this whole little COVID outbreak, what was it about a month ago that we had it and everything seems like a lot of people didn't come back, you know, and I'm like, what happened to everybody? You know, people decided to not come back and people are just kind of like, you know, but things got to continue, guys. It's like, you know, it's I mean, like, did you stop going to work? Did you stop going yeah, to Walmart? People did didn't, you stop going to gas stations? I'm sure no. you didn't, you know, I'm sure you yeah. didn't. And it's like, you know, we didn't stop doing things. We continued, if anything, we continue to grow to go stronger and it didn't stop us. Things don't stop. You know, the, the bills don't stop, you know, the, you know, the, the, the church continues, you know, we can, continue. my 80 year old parents got COVID and, they and they're back at church, you know, yeah. we, we cannot stop, you know, the kingdom That's what the enemy continues. Wants, yes, exactly. It's, it's what he wants. He wants you to think like he wants you to become stagnant and what happens to stagnant water it gets, you know, it gets moldy. It becomes, you know, it becomes all yucky and everything. No, you got to, it has to continue to flow. You got to keep moving. You have to continue God did not moving. give us a spirit of fear. Guys. No, don't do that, guys. Yeah. You know, keep it, keep it moving. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You know, and, and you might say, well, well, COVID is real. Yeah, of course. We've had it twice. You know, we don't, so you don't got to tell us it's real. It's you know, it, it is what it is, you know, but, and unless you can tell me that you haven't gone anywhere else, then it's an excuse. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's There's people at Walmart. There's people at Food for Less, but you go there. And I'm not talking to anyone specific, but if it falls on you, well, it falls on you. I mean, it is what it is, you know, and, and it's not even about church. I'm not even talking about house of rest. You just got to be in fellowship, guys. We have to be together. We have to be with the body. Because what does the lion do? Who does the lion seek out? It seeks the one that is separate from the flock. Yeah. That's just the truth. Yep. So. Very much so. Anyways. All right, guys. We love you guys. Have a good night. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All righty. All right, bye guys. We'll let you know how, how it went in the prison. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, bye-bye.